Welcome to Hacking Your ADHD, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm William Kerb, and I'm celebrating ADHD Awareness Month with the launch of this podcast. So thank you for joining me on the very first episode. On this show, I'm going to be digging into the tools, strategies, and best practices to help you work with your ADHD brain. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing building your ADHD toolbox and the benefits that come along with that toolbox. No, we're not going to need any hammers or nails. <laughs> Although, you know, I've got quite a few projects those might come in handy for, and I can never remember to pick those up. Here, let me just make a quick reminder. Hey Siri, remind me to buy nails when I'm at the hardware store. Which hardware store? Tap the one you want. Okay, I'll remind you when you arrive at McClendon Hardware. Thanks, Siri. And with that, let's get on with the show. So what exactly am I talking about when I say we are going to be creating a toolbox? Let's start by assuming that this isn't the only podcast that you listen to, that this isn't your only ADHD resource. It's okay. I understand. I, too, also listen to other podcasts, like ADHD Rewired and ADHD Essentials. Now, I'm also going to assume that while listening to podcasts or reading books or watching videos, you've seen things that you've said to yourself would be good things to implement in your life. Perhaps you heard about something like the Pomodoro Technique, where you use a timer and create little 25-minute blocks of time to work in and then take a short break. And you thought to yourself, hey, I should try that pomo thingy out. But let's be real here. You may have written down pomo, and perhaps even doro, on a sticky note, but then you never looked at it again. We've all done it, and it's okay. But how about we strive to be a little bit better here? And that's what we can do with our toolbox. We all know that our ADHD makes us forget things. And even with the best of intentions, we drop the ball sometimes. When you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to be presenting you with tools and strategies that are going to be designed to help you work with your ADHD and not against it. But if you never implement those tools, you're just going to be spinning your wheels. So, as my favorite YouTuber, Jessica McCabe, would say, what's the brain to do? Well, what we can do is create a toolbox or a written repository of the tools, strategies, and ideas we have for working with our ADHD. This toolbox is not only for the new ideas and tools we find. In fact, adding new tools is only secondary to the primary purpose of this toolbox, which is to record the tools and strategies that are already working for you. Now, I know what you're thinking. If I'm doing the things that are working for me, I won't forget them because I'm already doing them. But that there is a phrase that should be a giant red flag. There is no bounds to what we might forget. When I was sitting down to work on this episode, I asked myself, what would be a good example of this? What was something I figured a neurotypical person might not forget? And while I was racking my brain, I thought I might like to listen to some music. And then I remembered I had already opened Spotify, and I had just forgotten to turn on the music. And I'll admit that this isn't a terribly uncommon thing for me to do and I have no idea how I can go from opening an app to forgetting to actually turn it on in the five seconds it takes to boot up. But ADHD will do that to you. So let me ask you, what if your routine is interrupted? You get sick, go on vacation, or get a sweet new video game you just can't put down? We've all got these planned and unplanned events that interrupt our lives, 
and then the good habits and best practices we've developed are going to get dropped. No matter how ingrained we think a routine is, it can change. Now, this actually can be great news, because it means we can change our bad habits and routines. But it does suck when we lose something that is really helping out. So the point of this toolbox is to create a place to record your tools and strategies so you don't fall off track. And when you do fall off track, it makes it that much easier to get right back on. You got a killer bedtime or morning routine going on? Write it down and stick it in your toolbox. Love planning your next week on Friday afternoons? And that's what I do. Put it in the toolbox. Basically anything you've got going on right now that you want to keep doing in the future should go in here. And be creative with this. And I know I've been saying a lot of things that are strategies, so be sure to put in your tools as well. If you've got apps that you like using, timers that work well, anything that makes your life easier. But the most important thing you can do here is also record why these things are important. This is an easy step to neglect. And as someone who has frequently neglected this step, let me tell you, it's an important one. For example, I might put in my toolbox a particular phone app I like called Alarmed. Now, what I like about Alarmed is that it is a feature called Nag Me that lets me put additional alarms on my alarms. So if I don't hit a notification, it'll beep at me again in five minutes, or whatever time frame I set it for, for, you know, like an hour or so. If that sounds super annoying, trust me, it is beyond annoying, but it is fantastic at actually reminding me to do things, because while I might miss the first notification, eventually I'm going to get that message that I'm supposed to do that thing, and then I'll do the thing. Now, if you are imagining filling an actual toolbox with little note cards with all these things written down on them, that isn't exactly what I've got going on, but that definitely is something that could work. What I use is just a folder in Evernote. For those of you that don't know, Evernote is a note-taking app that's basically available for any platform you could want it on. You can do it on the web, you can do it on your phone, you can do it on your computer, anywhere you need it, and that's why I like using it. While it doesn't have the best file hierarchy, I haven't found any other note-taking apps I like more. But all I do is create a note in the folder called Toolbox, and I write down what my tool or strategy is and why I like to use it. Let me emphasize that this is what works for me. You might like a different app for notes, or maybe you don't even like using apps for notes. Keeping a written journal of your tools is a great alternative. Any way that you write them down is just a great way to do this. As we joked before, you could simply just put note cards in a little note card box. Our next step here is to make sure that we are actually using this repository of tools and strategies. If we are just writing down everything and never looking at it again, that defeats the purpose of the toolbox. We want to make sure that we are actually implementing these things. So you've got to create a system to make sure you are checking your toolbox semi-regularly. I've got a few things that I do to make sure that I'm looking over my tools and strategies. First, I have a regular time scheduled to look over what tools I'm currently trying to use. And let me emphasize here, these are tools I want to be using. I might not actually be implementing them because something came up, and that's why it's important to look over things. Things change, and then I need to go assess whether or not I want to re-implement those tools. Because your strategies are going to change as you grow. When I review my tools, it's okay to decide that I don't need it right now. Sometimes things aren't working anymore, and I just need to put it away for a while. Don't need to delete it, just put it in another folder. Future tools, perhaps. Life changes, and what you need today may not be what you need tomorrow. 
The next step in my system is having my wife as an accountability partner on this. I've asked her to periodically check in with me and see if I've been using my tools. I'm very open about my ADHD, but not everyone has that luxury in their life, or you might not have a supportive person that you trust with this process. When you are looking for someone, you could consider someone like a parent or a friend, or maybe even a teacher or work colleague, or something like an accountability team from the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Groups. The point here is just to have someone that can gently check in with you when you may be struggling. For me, my wife is an excellent option because of how supportive she is, but also because she knows when I'm using my tools because the dishes get done, the trash gets taken out, and I'm generally a much nicer person to be around. So spend some time and find someone you trust to be your toolbox accountability partner. Finally, I have one more system outside both my wife and my calendar, a just-in-case-life-hits-me-really-hard system, an automated system, and that system is email. Yes, email, because I've been using email for about 20 years now, and I imagine that I'll be using it 20 years from now. And the way I use email is just by sending myself a message in the future. I do this with a website called futureme.org. It's a fairly basic site that lets you schedule an email to be sent in the future. You just select a date at least 30 days ahead, although in this case you'll want to try and schedule an email to go out about six months to a year from now. And then you'll want to write yourself a message to check your toolbox. If you need some help with this, check out the show notes where I've included a sample of the note I sent to myself. Remember to be gentle with your future self because you don't know what struggles they are going to be going through. There are a number of services that you can do this from. Future Me is the current one I'm using. If you've got other ideas for this kind of service, feel free to reach out and let me know. And I've got to acknowledge that, hey, maybe email won't be my thing forever. But that's okay. It's just the tool I'm using for right now. Maybe someday I'll have to revisit what I'm using as my backup. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. Before you go, though, let's do a quick rundown of today's points. 1. Set up a toolbox for yourself containing any tools or strategies you are currently using in your life. 2. Set up times to regularly read through your toolbox. And 3. Create automated systems of redundant reminders so you don't forget about your toolbox. That's it for episode 1. Check back next week when we'll be exploring the idea of timing your day and why it is so important for those of us with ADHD. You can find show notes for this episode and all our episodes at hackingyouradhd.com slash podcast. When you have ADHD, you are part of a tribe, and if you got something out of this episode, please share it with your tribe members that you think might also benefit from hearing it. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcast or whichever podcast player you use. Get new episodes automatically downloaded into your podcast player every Monday by clicking subscribe. If you can't get enough things ADHD, then check out the other podcasts in the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. ADHD Rewired with Eric Tivers, and ADHD Essentials with Brendan Mahan. One of the best ways you can manage your ADHD is by connecting with others, so be sure to check out our social channels on Facebook at facebook.com slash hackingyouradhd, and on Instagram and Twitter at hackingyouradhd, or you can get me directly at hackingyouradhd.com. Be sure to reach out and let me know how you are hacking your ADHD. And until next time, stay focused. Stay focused.